Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Welcome to the sixth episode of Your Parents' Money Mindset series. Last episode, we covered the current rules governing non-retirement accounts that can avoid potentially significant taxation. Today's episode is titled, Inheriting IRAs, More Limited Options, where we will cover some rules this time for inherited IRAs, as well as the more recent approved changes or changes that have already gone through that cause significant limitations now in your options going forward when it comes to inheriting IRAs. You'll learn today what you need to know about what key points the new rules changed, and once again, what you can do and help your parents to be aware of to possibly adjust for it. My son Noah is currently one and a half years old and a huge Cookie Monster fan. Cookie comes out of his mouth every morning to put on an episode of Sesame Street with Cookie Monster in it. And if you've ever watched Sesame Street before, they do have a lot of clever parodies that they work in to try to keep the adults watching along entertained. One in particular uh, is goes off the Harry Potter series and where Cookie Monster plays Furry Potter, needing to follow Professor Crumblemore's directions for completing the tasks and getting, of course, a goblet of cookies. As the skit goes on, the rules change each round, though, of which Cookie Monster obviously doesn't pay any attention to, causing him temporarily, at least, to be rather frustrated with the process. I'm always thinking halfway through the episode, poor Cookie Monster, I guess really Furry Potter, I suppose, He keeps having these rules changed on him all of a sudden, and that's not exactly fair. So what you need to know is that inherited IRAs got furry-pottered, so to speak, at the end of 2019 with the SECURE Act. You probably didn't hear about this because towards the beginning of 2020, COVID happened, and the SECURE Act wasn't exactly top news anymore. What changed is that previously an inherited IRA could be stretched out for that person's entire life. So let's first tackle that first word I use, stretched. What does stretched mean? It means that you would only be required to take a small portion every year out of the account. This required amount, referred to as an RMD, or Required Minimum Distribution, was based on your life expectancy. As a child of a parent, You were younger, which made these distributions pretty minimal in most cases. Having very minimal required distributions is a good thing because the amount that is distributed is fully taxable as ordinary income. Less distributions means less tax. Now the rules require you to take out all of these funds within 10 years. So your initial thought might be like, Hey, Joe, you know, 10 years isn't so bad. Why is that really such a big deal compared to the old rules? If you took the funds equally over 10 years, that would mean that every year you're taking one-tenth of the account, so a one-tenth distribution per year. Under the old rules, a 50-year-old would only need to be taking out around one-thirty-fourth per year, so a lot less. The other big point is that if you inherit at 50, you're probably still working at 60 for this new 10-year window. So now all this income is going to be realized most likely during your highest income earning years while you're still employed. This means the distributions are going to hit you in the top 
income tax brackets wherever you may fall or push you into even higher ones. If you are of the mindset that tax rates are going to go up over time, by the time this happens to you, the top income brackets could be even higher today than today as well. The last part of this puzzle is not to forget that the assets are growing in your parents' accounts in the meantime. So whatever the tax liability might be today that's going to hit you, it's growing and growing and compounding as time goes on. A $200,000 IRA inheritance today might be worth $400,000 10 years from now when your parents may, let's say, pass away. All fully taxable as ordinary income to you needing to be taken out over a 10-year period of time. So what can you do? There honestly aren't a ton of options for you, but the main possibility is off of the last part of the puzzle I just mentioned. How, or more precisely where, your parents are going to be leaving these assets to grow. Let's say your parents had that $200,000 IRA like we just had in the previous example. That means that maybe 20% of it, or $40,000, is owed to Uncle Sam. And that's just kind of a way to keep the math a little bit simple. If in 10 years that account grows again, like we just talked about before, to $400,000, that tax liability number now also doubles to $80,000 using that same 20% rate. And again, that's assuming tax rates do not go up in the future. And like we were kind of alluding to before, if you inherit it during the height of your working years, 10 years down the road, it would be on your tax bracket. So maybe let's say that could now be even higher, maybe as high as 30%, and we're jumping all the way up to $120,000 now in taxes that's going to be due on this IRA. So $40,000 today might translate to $120,000 in taxes due 10 years from now. And as we're all wanting our parents to live nice long lives, this might not be 10 years. It might be 20 years, 25 years. So you could see how this really could build up in uh be a very, very large tax liability down the road that you might be having to pay at some point. This growth, remember, is happening regardless. But what if we can kind of change where it is growing? If your parents do small, what are called Roth conversions every year, so moving part from this traditional IRA into a Roth IRA, the Roth IRA is going to grow tax-free. The amount of the conversion, let's say they converted 5000 that 5000 that's converted would be taxed today, and your parents would have to be paying that tax today. If they're able to pay the tax on that now, and there may be lower retirement brackets potentially, and in addition to that, now all the growth is going to be tax-free. So again, it is going to grow regardless. So a case can certainly be made for paying the tax today, so that future growth can be tax-free. So let's just say, as another example, just to further illustrate that point, we had the $200,000 IRA. If we looked at it right now with a 20% tax bracket, that would be $40,000 in tax. Let's say that all of that was converted today, that $40,000 was paid, not recommending that, but just again, keeping the math simple. Now, when that $200,000 account reaches $400,000 in 10 years from now, all of that now is going to be tax-free to you. So that's a really, really, really big difference. Inherited Roth IRAs still have to be distributed fully in 10 years as per the new rules. However, you can just wait until year 10, build up as much tax-free growth as possible, and cash out without any tax implications whatsoever. Whether or not this is a good fit for someone absolutely requires some additional planning, though. 
what investments they may need or not, what funds they may have on the side to help in paying the tax, or even if minimizing taxes paid to Uncle Sam for their children is even a goal. Maybe this is just too much of a hassle for them and they could be of the mindset of whatever they get when I'm not here is what they get. And honestly, that's fair too. For those that do have it as a goal, though, it can really be a well-worth discussion, potentially saving tens of thousands of dollars in taxes paid over the long term. So the recap for today is realize that inherited IRAs or retirement accounts have unique rules if and when you inherit them. However, your parents do still have some powerful options in minimizing that tax potentially. Ask your parents, did you hear about how they significantly changed the rules for, in- for people inheriting IRAs? Do you know if your plan is set up to properly try and help minimize or reduce these total taxes being paid long term, mom or dad? Thanks very much for tuning in today. As always, if you're able to implement what we're covering, then that's always fantastic. You have less to worry about than before and can focus more on enjoying life today. If you are wanting help with these things, though, or have questions you need help in clarifying, check out the Ask Joe section on the show's website, www.enjoymore30s.com. That's enjoymore30s.com. If you enjoyed this specific episode, please make sure to subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. There are literally millions of young American families out there I'm trying to reach and help just like you. The next episode is the last in this Your Parents Money Mindset series titled Retiree Healthcare for Parents. A lot is not covered. Where we're going to share some basics on Medicare, Medicaid, and probably most importantly, what they don't cover when it comes to long-term care. Until next week, thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities Inc. and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.